Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in Denver. And we have an ooh, extra special episode of our podcast. It is the, an hour long and it has music. And most importantly, it is going to accompany women on their Another Mother Runner virtual 5K. Can you stand it, Dimity? I, I really can't. I really can't. And, and, to, to put the cherry on top, it's Mother's Day, our favorite holiday, right? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Because <laughs> we just lounge with our feet up all day and all the meals get made and the toilets in our house get cleaned all by themselves. It's magical. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't even have a comparison. It's one of those days where you just are happy to be a mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm happy to be a mom every single day. Um, so yeah, so okay, ladies, you got the shoes laced up, you got your got the girls strapped on and a good supportive bra. Maybe have strapped a... in. You probably gotta strap on your girls. That's a different kind of <laughs> that's another visual we don't really want to talk about. You're strapping them in. <laughs> Wrong preposition. <laughs> so maybe you have some water, maybe you're on your treadmill, you're outside, you're with some friends. We don't do you know, just paint a picture in your own mind and um I guess go. Um <laughs> <laughs> There's no countdown. Well, I got to say it. So next to me, I've got my noon Kona Cola. And then I was going to have a bag of M&Ms. But I figured that me munching on M&Ms probably wouldn't be like, you know, you'd probably get bitter if you're running right now. So um, so all I have is, you know, a refreshment for 60 minutes. So Okay. Okay. And I think, I think thinking about Mother's Day is the perfect lead into our first song. So that was Best Day of My Life by American Authors. I feel a little bit like Ryan Seacrest saying that. But uh, we put in, we decided that we were going to intermix into our chit chat um, a collection of our favorite current running songs. So um, that was the first one. So um, I definitely, that song for me, uh, I was, as I wrote today, Wednesday on our post, uh, that I was kind of in a bad mood when I started the Vancouver Marathon on Sunday. And, um, there's a line in that song that says, I'm never going to look back. Whoa, never going to give it up. And that really, I was like, okay, you know, now it's not the time to, to dwell on negative feelings. It's, you know, at the start of a race, start of your virtual 5k, start of a marathon, whatever it is, you know, it's the time to be optimistic and upbeat and to, you know, look forward to, to your event. And, and I mean, how do you feel at the start of a race, Tim? Well, wait, before, before I answer that, I'm just curious. I haven't read your post, um, but why, why were you in a bad mood? Were you worried about the weather or just not feeling it or what? I wasn't, uh, I wasn't feeling it. The weather, you know, it was, um, it was a beautiful, beautiful day. It was probably the most beautiful day thus far in, in, uh, 2013 in Vancouver, but it was at the start, it was at least 60 degrees. It was just brilliant sunshine and it's so far north that the sun had been up the race started at eight and the sun had been up since at least 5 a.m so it was not kind of this weak paltry 8 a.m sun it was was coming down at you huh yeah so yeah um yeah and I, I just didn't yeah I just wasn't feeling it and I felt like oh yet again another hot race (laughs) <laughs> I was about to say, you know, if, if global warming, if you, you know, I, I, we don't really like to get into politics on this show too much, but I mean, all you have to do is chart your races for the past. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, cause you had Disney, the princess in Disneyland was super hot and humid. Mm-hmm. Um, what Boston last year was super, ridiculously super hot. hot. Oh, I mean, I think, I, I think you can't be, I've said this before to my friends. I think you cannot be a marathoner and doubt that there is climate change going on. I mean, it is just, 
I, I've been thinking about it. So that was my 10th marathon. I have had unseasonably hot and bright, bright sunshine for, I think, half of them. I mean, Nike Women's in 2007, Dimity, that was a crazy hot day, particularly for San Francisco. I just think about us being down at the ocean post-race and being perfectly comfortable in our running gear and not freezing our bums off. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, all right. Well, yeah. so I'm glad I'm glad that you turned your music or your your race around with the music. Um, and you asked you wanted to, me to talk about how I feel at the start of a race. Mm-hmm. Um, in a word, nauseous. <laughs> like always <laughs> nauseous. Just kind of sick to my stomach. Always kind of. I'm never. I mean, I'm excited, but it, it's like this weird. Like, why? Why am I out here? What am I doing? you know, why did I pay money to do this kind of thing? Um, mm-hmm. And then once I cross the starting line and find a rhythm and kind of find my my groove and, you know, kind of feel like I'm part of something, mm-hmm. then I feel better. You know, I feel like I have more control, but it's always the anticipation. It just, it just kind of always kind of throws me for a loop. Thankfully, it doesn't, you know, transfer down to my GI tract very often, that <laughs> those nerves. But, I mean, it doesn't matter if I'm standing on, you know, my – I'm going to feel – you know, when I stand on the starting line for the Ironman is going to be the same way I felt standing, you know, for the country music half marathon in Nashville. Like I just always feel this kind of nauseous dread, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't or know. Na- nauseous I- dread. That's a good phrase. Cause definitely on the, um, when Molly and I were walking to the start, I was like, Molly, I still feel like I'm going to throw up. I still feel like I'm going to throw up. And uh, just every time I brush my teeth before the start of a race, I'm like, don't gag, don't gag. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, but speaking of feeling the same, um, and, and, and all that sort of thing, uh, I'm, uh, we wanted to sprinkle in some comments from people. Um, and so Helen had told us that, um, this virtual 5k was going to be her fourth 5k, but she took the whole winter off from running. So it feels like she's starting all over again and she's looking to finish in just over her best time ever. So go Helen, go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, I'd say that that makes Helen kind of brave, wouldn't you, Dimity? <laughs> that is just a lovely intro. And we, did, we didn't, uh, you know, plan that at all. But, um, but yeah, our next song is Brave by Sarah Barillas. And, um, and I put up a post about this a couple, probably about 10 days ago. Um, Joanne, another mother runner, tweeted me this song. And I was just starting out on a bike ride um, in the basement um, and, uh, and she's like, I think you'll like this. And, uh, and so I bought it right then. And I honestly listened to it probably, I'm not kidding, like eight times in a row. And I, I mean, the first time I heard it, I got very cheery. And then I just was just like, oh my gosh, I just love it. And, um, I mean, the message is, you know, um, I want you to be brave. And I, I feel like, uh, that's just a really strong message, whether you're, you know, an 11 year old older or 41 year old, like just standing up for what you believe in, showing your strengths, not, not kind of being all timid and not using your words. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and it's kind of, I think that's my song for 2013. Um, you know, cause then Joanne tweeted me like, you know, you're going to show us she, Sarah sings a line that says, you know, show me how big your brave is. And I just, I mean, I don't, I wish I had written that show me how big your brave is. And, uh, so she said that, you know, we'll, I'll show the world how big my brave is um, at Iron Man, and you know, yes, I will. But I just, I don't know. I just, I, I love it. So here she is. So yeah, so I mean, I think stepping up to a start line is a is a brave act. I mean that that you know every, everybody feels jittery at the start, like we were talking about, and but but they're you know you're, you're there, and and the people running this 5K. I mean, even if it wasn't a line that had a timing mat and a you know banner of balloons over it, it's still a, <laughs> a, a brave thing to set out on a goal and to to train for that goal and to put it out there and to you know really test yourself. Yeah. I mean, it is a really brave act. And I, um, I know, I remember doing some very meticulous math <laughs> writing. I think it was in run like a mother where I did the math about like the, the, how big United States is and how many, the population of the United States and how many people are runners. And it came out to like, you know, less than 0.1%. So, I mean, what we tend to do is we 
compare ourselves to, you know, this little school of fish that we run in, right? Or swim in or how we mm-hmm. want to say it. And yes, I mean, that's, that's normal. And that's, you know, absolutely, you want to get faster, and you want to be stronger, and you want to do well. But at the same time, it's really important to zoom out and say, Oh, my gosh, like, I am doing something that not very many people in this world do. And, um, you know, I'm putting myself on the line, like in more ways than one and, and challenging myself. And I just think that, that's a really, really brave act. And it's, um, it's to be applauded every time, whether or not you, you know, if you finish this, this, this 5k today and you're like, wow, I totally feel really strong about my training. Or you think like, oh, dang it. I wish I would have, you know, tried a little harder. or I wish I would run up that hill. I wish I would have done this or that. Like, sure. Absolutely. You know, make some notes for next time. And, and, you know, you can kind of revise a script next time, but don't forget to celebrate, you know, your braveness and be proud that you put yourself on the line. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to think about is that instead of comparing yourself to the people who are standing around you at a actual race start line, or, you know, if you're in a park doing this virtual 5k and you're seeing some people just blitzing by you, think instead about the people who are still back home asleep Think about the people who are, you know, eating an enormous brunch while you're out there doing that. And, and you know, you're doing, um, a, you know, a courageous, um, you know, tough thing. So so we applaud you. So and we know that Amanda is out there. She's running her 5K on her virtual 5K on Sunday. And it's her first post-race injury, sorry, post-injury race. And she wrote that she is nervous but excited. And we all understand that feeling. So and um, I think Travi McCoy has some words to that. This the song that I want to have us play is um, "We'll Be All Right." We are young, we run free, stay up late, we don't sleep. Got our friends, got the night. We'll be all right. <laughs> I just, I just felt like that song was a nice reminder to just feel kind of young and free on runs and to focus on the positive and not the negative. I mean, it's so easy to, to be a negative Nelly when, when the, you know, the effort starts to feel a little hard. Don't you think, Timothy? Okay. So before I talk about focusing on the positive, what kind of name is Travi? Like, is that, (laughs) is that, is that short for Travis? Like, because it's actually not sh- it's not short because there's the same number of letters. Maybe that's his term of endearment name. Um, like in you know, I studied Russian in in uh, college, and and in Russian, everybody has um, terms of endearment names, and the same sort of thing goes in Spanish too. Like I know uh, some people call my son Juanito, which means like little Juan. So maybe Travi means you know little Travis. <laughs> well, let's. I, I used to have a, a, a guy on the crew team. Um, was Travis and we used to call him Travi, but like, if you were going to try and make it big time, wouldn't you kind of, I don't know. I don't know Travi McCoy from, you know, a man on the street. So, um, but I'd like to say that maybe, maybe by dissing his name now we'll hit his radar and then we'll go big because suddenly it'll be, because he's a huge celebrity. And so then, then the, the clique light will shine down on us. And hey, any publicity is good publicity, right? Exactly. And then he'll start mocking Dimity. What kind of name is that? Right. <laughs> and, but I don't think Travi's a mother runner. That's, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm guessing if I had to guess, I'm 99% confident Travi McCoy is not a mother runner. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, we talk about focusing on the positive a lot um, at expos, you know, at the talks that we do, and also just with women that come up with, you know, to our tables or on our Facebook page and they're all nervy and very, um, just anxious. And, and like I talked about when I feel anxious and kind of dreadful at the beginning of a race, um, Mm -hmm. like I said, it kind of goes away when you cross the starting line. Um, and that's great. And so I always say like, just get out there because once you get moving, like all that kind of anxiety can kind of be pushed away. So hopefully you're, you know, you're in a nice rhythm now and you're feeling like, yeah, Dimity's right. Like I'm feeling good. <laughs> and if you're not, don't write me about it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, um, but one of, yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, is, as I say, I definitely remember writing this in run like a mother is don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to a friend. Um, a coach told me that once and, um, and it's just kind of sticks in my head anytime. Oh, and, yeah. um, I mean, those words resonate so much. I mean, we, we say those in our 
in our talk, and I like your examples that you always give. You're always like, "Well, I wouldn't turn to Sarah and be like, "Wow, your your legs look really weak." You know, what do you what what were you thinking? Why were you thinking you could come out here and run this? And it, you know, seeing you know when you say that to me up on stage, it is it sounds so shocking. It's like, of course you wouldn't turn to me and say that, but we all say that to ourselves all the time. You know, that yeah. those 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 sort of negative you know barbs, and it's just it doesn't help you get any further forward. So exactly. you know, let's all leave exactly. Yeah. Let's leave all We're really behind. good at self. Oh, sorry. Let's just keep interrupting each other, shall we, Sarah? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, we women are really good at self-sabotage. And I, you know, I wish one thing, I mean, I don't, you know, the whole like lean in thing with Cheryl Sandberg. I don't know if I buy into that totally, but I really buy into not sabotaging yourself because you are the only cheerleader that will hang with you 100% of the time. So you may as well use Bring out your virtual pom poms, ladies. Um, <laughs> strap, honestly, like strap I, on your virtual pom poms, ladies. <laughs> exactly. Strap them on. <laughs> strap them in. Um, hook them on to that industrial bra you got going. Yeah. And um, maybe have a little. Maybe have a little skirt that has some pleats in it, so it'll look like you know a little cheerleader skirt. I think I've watched a little too much Glee um, lately. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if science has proven this. I'm sure that somebody has studied it, but giving yourself just kind of negative feedback all the time does not make you, I'm sure it kind of hinders your effort at some point, right? Yeah. It'd be like like a a weight. I mean, I, you know, thoughts don't have actual weight on a scale, but I think they can weigh quite heavily on your shoulders and on your, you know, it's just like your brain's pushing down on your legs instead of letting them be kind of light and free and boop, 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 you know, kind of just pop along. So, you know, let go of let go of the negative. I mean, they talk about that in Girls on the Run. I mean, we've both been, you are a Girls on the Run coach and I have been. And it's, you know, what's that? The It's like lesson three or four. It's all about the. <laughs> the, the, the negative, uh, the, the plug, the plug in. Is that what yes. you're talking yes, about? Yes, exactly. Plug. Unplug from the negative, plug into the positive. So let's all do that right now. <laughs> there you go. Pull that big extension cord out of your head. Right. It has three prongs on it. Really visualize it. Mine is black with a little, you know, bright yellow on it. That's what mine looks like. Um, so, nice. but, nice. but I think, I think Molly Beaver who uh, wrote on our Facebook page um, that she, I think she's probably feeling kind of good because she told us that she was really excited for the, her 5k and she said she can't wait. And um, I think she sounds like she'll be a happy girl while she's running. So tell people what the next song is, Dimity. It is Happy Girl, woo, (laughs) by Martina McBride. feel happy? Would you qualify that you feel happy during a race, Dimity? Um, I know that I've certainly felt like extreme joy and glee. Some like my kind of brightest, sunniest memories happen during a race, as hard as that is to believe. Huh. I think that's, that might be where we're a little bit different. Um, because I feel like, I mean, the moments that, that stand out for me in races are, um, the times that I really struggle, I guess. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I, I, I feel happy. I feel happy training a lot. I not training a lot, like meaning a lot of volume, often, but I often. feel, uh-huh. I often feel happy when I'm training, mm-hmm. but a race, I don't know. I mean, if I'm nailing it, I guess I feel good, but then I feel like I need to like go faster and see what I can prove. I don't mm-hmm. know. So, so you, you really, that's when your true glee comes out is during a race. Yes. And, and really glee on steroids. Um, and like, for example, uh, so um, bear with me, folks. I just ran the Vancouver Marathon on Sunday. So a lot of my memories will be of running north of the border. But so um, there was this one final turn in um, the right heading right toward the finish line. And I ultimately thought it was a lot clo- going to be a lot closer. But so I thought the finish line was just around this corner. And I was just, it seemed like I was booking it. I know I wasn't. But there was this guy and he just in my memory was just huge and in my face. And I was like, wow. And, um, just raising my arms in triumph. I, I, I didn't scream quite as loudly as I did it for real. And I just was going crazy because it gets me all amped up. And, 
you know, I, I think science probably has shown that like shouting really loudly and waving your arms releases adrenaline into your body. <laughs> So, Wait, so what, 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 the big guy, like, did you run around him or what? Why no, is he, he just, story? he, he, why is he in the story? <laughs> because he needed a talking part to get his SAG card. No, because, um, he just, he was, the, the crowd was kind of close in. There wasn't a ton of room. And so there were people leaning all in, but he in particular just seemed to really like get excited that finally someone was showing some emotion. Cause by this point people were really you know, pretty bedraggled. They were hot. They were, you know, almost at the end of this marathon. So he wasn't getting much love back from the crowd. And so then he sees, you know, this tall, dorky American coming through and he's like, look, she's shrieking and everything. So I'll like mirror her. And so he just kind of, you know, was like, whoa, back at me. That's so. awesome. Yeah, I, I, did, I thought, I, see, I thought he was a runner. He was a spectator. Oh, he was a spectator. Sorry that. for not making that clear. Yeah. And yeah. I, in my mind, he looks like Sasha Baron Cohen, but I'm not <laughs> sure why. He had, he had dark kind of curly hair and I think a mustache and wearing like a track jacket. But yeah, he was spectating and there were a bunch of people with signs behind him and, and just, and I was like, wow, this is going to, this is going to feed me to the finish. And then I turn and there's this straightaway and the finish line is nowhere in sight. <laughs> So I tried to like keep that feeling going and I just thought, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> Back to being one of the tired masses, right? Yeah. yeah. Tired, hungry masses. Um, yeah. That's funny because and now I, I just, just that little bit that, that you feel such glee during a race because mm-hmm. I mean, you've done 10 marathons and I've done two and I was even thinking about this morning and I'm like, okay, my last big, big event was in 2007 and now I've got another <laughs> one coming in 2013 and I mean, I've been running during those times, you know, when I wasn't injured or whatever, but you know, I just, yeah, th- that's just interesting to me. Like you, that, that, that's kind of what, what brings you your best moments, um, in running because it's, it's not for me in races. It's, it's in training. It's in kind of just being out there usually by myself. Um, you know, sometimes on, a, I mean, trails, trails are definitely the time that I feel like most at peace. Yeah. See, but that's a, that I definitely get that feeling. There's a serenity. There's a, um, yeah. Peace is a very good word. Just a kind of like a, a steady hum of happiness, but I feel a lot of real peaks of highs during a race. During a race. And I probably, I may have to, it's been a while since I've raced. I mean, let's, let's put that out there. I haven't, I mean, I did a 5k as you guys are all doing, or maybe going longer, um, you know, in early this winter. And, um, and that was, there was no glee in that race. <laughs> I'll just be honest about that one. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, very cool. Yeah. Well, so, um, so, uh, I know sometimes glee comes, but often it doesn't come, um, when you have to push a little ankle biter in a stroller, because, um, I mean, if they're asleep, all is well, the world is good. Or if they're, you know, playing, you know, angry birds on your iPhone or whatever, and they're consumed, but it's not, Mom, 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 I need a snack. Mom, I've got to go to the bathroom. Mom, why are we going this far? Mom, this, mom, that. You know, uh, somebody <laughs> said, what? I was going to say, you need to push a baby in that stroller because he'll talk a whole lot less, Timothy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is true. Um, so uh, so anyway, but Julie Burke ran her 5K last Friday. Woo! Way to go, Julie. She pushed her son in a stroller. Um, it rained the whole time, but she claims they had a great time. And so, so we'll believe you, Julie. I'm sure you guys did actually. Yeah. Um, and, uh, one of the songs, I just really like peppy songs, like the lyrics. I just like them. I mean, I, I definitely listen to the lyrics, but I like a good beat and I like a, you know, I used to be a big fan of the Indigo girls. Like I like, like kind of that guitar kind of Sarah Bareilles thing. Um, so anyways, so this is kick drum heart by the Avon brothers. So speaking of peppy music, Dimity, um, this is one of the songs that I, I love. It's called Run by the Nuts. Yeah. 
the time like blue fluorescence in front the range. Now that's constructed pain. Major pain like Damon Wayne. I cut her like Serato cause she fruity loo. Oh Joey, oh Joey. I think it's I think it's important to let your my mind gets a little goofy during races. Maybe that's why that guy looked like Sasha Baron Cohen to me. <laughs> and um, I don't know, just you know, kind of kind of get crazy. I mean, particularly if in longer races, there's a lot of time to to spend with your own mind. So, um, so and then um, we have um, someone who's having some time to think as well. Uh, Megan, she's training for a 10K uh, in June, I think using one of our plans, but she's running two different 5K races this weekend to be part of this party. So run, Megan, run. Wow. Nice, Megan. And then we've got um, Charlotte who was on call this weekend, um, but she's going to run her 5K next weekend. Um, She's slowly making her way back from the birth of her boy-girl twins um, 15 weeks ago. Gosh, 15 weeks ago and she's um, running a 5k. Good on you, Charlotte. I know twin powers activate Charlotte. You go. That is great. That is great. Um, yeah, I don't know if I let my mind go slack during a, I don't think I ever let my mind go slack, Sarah. (laughs) Let's be honest. I can be in deep REM sleep and I'm still probably compiling to do lists somewhere in the like, I think this is anals of my brain, right? (laughs) I think this is true. And I think, I think though we need to, um, interject that we, I, I think if we, our, our math is sketchy, but we are uh, coming up on about 28 minutes into this podcast. So if you're trying to beat that elusive 30 minute 5k mark, now is the time to really give it all you got. Now is the time to really push and pick up the pace. And, uh, you know, you can always rest later, but, um, now the time is to give it to us. So, and to help speed you along, here's faster by Matt Nathanson. You spike my blood. Speaking of that 28-minute mark um, in the 5K, uh, Pilar, who we met at a race expo last month, ran her 5K last Sunday. She was she was running on a picture-perfect day, not a day where the sun was, you know, overhead at 9.30 a.m. like it was for Sarah. Um, she hit her goal of going sub-30 minutes. Woohoo! And she actually came in at 28.33, which is a PR for her. Um, a minute faster. Yeah, a minute faster. And she said that PR three years ago. So, um, you know, major high five. That's just, I, I'm in awe that she was able to better that even though she's three years more on the clock. So, um, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And then she, she was also happy because she was wearing her, um, brand new badass mother runner tank top. And this is a direct quote. Um, I'm pretty sure that is what pushed me to run faster. And, and we're pretty sure it was too, Pilar. Um, yeah. cause no, there's nothing like new gear to just kind of give you a little spring in your step, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Molly and I both wore the, um, our Royal blue badass mother runner tank tops at Vancouver. And, um, I'm sure that's what turned my mood around and let me survive the weather as it did. And, um, just for the shameless plug, our badass mother runner tank in Royal blue or black is available on anothermotherrunner.com backslash store. (laughs) <laughs> way to get the backslash in did people comment on your tanks sarah no um i'm going to really make a sweeping generalization and i've decided that um maybe canadians are a little hesitant to throw out a curse word at people or something i don't know i mean it was very visible and only one person in the whole race said go badass mother runner and and oh. people i didn't have my name on my bib but other people did around me and they were saying you know go curtis you know go Charlotte, whatever it was. And so they were not, they were reading and they were reacting to what they were reading. <laughs> they and, were capable of reading. Yes. yes. And so, so I, um, I just think, um, you know, I don't know, uh, people weren't acting goofy. They weren't yelling it out. And I, all along I'm thinking, please people just yell out, go badass mother runner. <laughs> I was just about, when I asked that question in the back of my head, I was thinking, I wonder if, you know, this, these nice, nice Canadians who we love so much mm-hmm. might not, you know, want to toss out, um, you know, the A word in the middle of a race. So yeah. there yeah. you go. Yeah. 
So, um, so now speaking of the A word, and <laughs> somebody who has no problem tossing that out and lots of other uh, swear words, she's got a lot of explicit uh, songs on iTunes. I had to explain to Amelia what that meant the other day because she wanted to buy what song did she buy? Oh, it was actually a pink song. It was so what? So you're a rock star. You know, um, uh-huh, yeah. it's on just, just dance four. Uh-huh. So, um, so she wanted to buy it for, uh, to listen to just now when she's playing Wii. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I had to say, you can't buy the explicit one. So, um, so anyway, uh, I have, because you are such a nice sister from another mother runner, you got me the new pink CD, mm-hmm. um, last fall. And, uh, so the song blow me one last kiss is definitely always gets me wrapped. Yeah, we had such fun dancing to that song. I, I had that song on my playlist for Vancouver, and it um, definitely images of us, um, quote-unquote, dancing in the minivan that we had rented uh, came to mind and brought a big smile to my face. And, um, yeah. it, you know, I just think letting loose a little bit in a race is important. I mean, it's a, li- it's a little hard, 5K ladies. You know, it's you, you don't have all, all that much time to let loose. But, you know, just try to have some fun with it. I mean, this is, you know, you always say this is our party. This is our celebration. And, um, <laughs> it's okay. And so now like, I sound like such a like neurotic mess, like, yeah, this is our party. Go celebrate. And then I'm like, I feel anxious dread. I don't like racing. I don't, you know, <laughs> I rarely feel joy during a race. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, that, hypocrite. Yeah. Your name is Divinity. <laughs> she, uh, talks the talk. She just doesn't run the run or something exactly. like that. Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love for free because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com AMR. That's BarkBox.com AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR. She doesn't talk the talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just, just have some fun and, and kind of bebop out. And, um, you know, I think putting a spring in your step can get you going a little faster, you know, just try not to do too many lateral motions. Cause that doesn't get you going where you want to be going, <laughs> going forward, forward, efficient forward. Well, and the other thing that I think is so important is, is talking to other runners. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may be running solo right now and that's not an option, but you know, um, I mean, I make a joke about it. Like, you know, um, and when we give our talk at the expos, like, you know, I'm not the tall girl that you're like, oh my gosh, I got to speed up. I got to get away from her because she won't shut up. But, you know, just like chatting with somebody is so um, helpful. It makes the miles pass. 
Um, you, you know, you usually get in a laugh or two, which always is nice to loosen you up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sometimes, I mean, I remember, you know, going back to what I remember about races, I remember races by some of the conversations I had mm-hmm. and not necessarily the times I finished in or whatever, like stuff like that. Um, so, um, I do remember though, I got to share this. Uh, so it was the Ogden half marathon where we mm-hmm. got to run down that Canyon. Mm-hmm. And, um, speaking of tall people, you want to run away from, um, you know, every once in a while, you know, there, there are men that, um, I encounter that are very obsessed with my height, like oh, oh, just yeah. oh, can't, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I travel with you, Dimity. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> and so this guy comes up to me, he's like, I like tall women. And I was just like, and I looked over him and it was not, you know, uh, you know, Matthew McConaughey saying that where I would have been like, okay, let's run together. You know, like, I like you too. Like, I, hold on, hold on. You run into Matthew McConaughey. He tells you he likes tall women and you suggest you run together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we were in the middle of the Ogden half marathon, right? Oh, that wouldn't um, stop me. Wouldn't stop me. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, so, uh, so anyway, so he was a little bit freakazoid and I was like, I have got to bust a move and get away from this guy. Like I didn't want to be behind him. Cause then I knew that that would, I would kind of just feel like, Oh, you know, I just wanted to get the heck away from him. So yeah, I sped up quite a bit and just said, okay, I, you know, you can watch me from behind for a couple minutes, but I'm <laughs> rounding this corner and then I'm, I'm out of here, mister. So, um, so, but, but that man must've, um, you know, made you feel beautiful. So, um, <laughs> I, I would like to, uh, have us take a little break for a song that I admit is kind of cheesy, but, um, we will talk about it after we come back from it, but it's what's, what makes you beautiful by one direction. I think we are probably at about the 35 minute mark and oh yeah 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 yeah, and sharon should be coming across the line now let's woo yeah go sharon and um go sharon go sharon go go sharon and this is her first 5k in more than two years so sharon we hope you feel great and are just you know um covered in in um a satisfactory sweaty glow um, so, so I wasn't sure what you were going to fill in the blank, but covered in what? You know, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mock me, mock me. But no, no, no. Actually, I was. I'm really glad you liked that song. I love that song too. That one and um, Bruno Mars. You're amazing, just the way you are. Oh, I love those two songs. Yeah, yeah. Because because I think it's such. You know, we're both moms of of girls, and I think it's such an important message to send to you know young women during their formative years. And I also think yeah, I, I got a little introspective during a stretch of the Vancouver Marathon when this song came on. And I was thinking about how, um, you know, that, okay, so these guys in the song are saying like, oh, if you could only see yourself as everybody else sees yourself. And for them, they were saying, you know, they think you're beautiful. You know, why don't you? But I also think it's the same way about speed and that that sometimes – Again, we're our own worst critics, and we can have such negative thoughts, and we can think, oh, I'm just plodding along. I'm not going very fast. But think about the person, maybe as you're doing this 5K, think about the person who's driving on their way to the supermarket or, you know, coming back from a dentist appointment or something. And they're seated and driving, and you're out there running. They're not judging whether you're going fast. They just are admiring the fact that you are out there moving your body and, you know, you know, they think you're beautiful and fast. So, um, you know, really feel that way about yourself and straighten your shoulders up a little bit, you know, exactly. and, and run a little taller. Tip um, your hat, you know, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. But yeah, no, I, I think, you know, I think, I mean, we had swim bike mom on, um, or actually she's going to, we've already interviewed her, but she's going to be on, um, at the end of this month. Right. I think, or June, um, yeah. anyway, but she was talking about how we think, people see things that we don't see, you know, like, oh, they judge you for, you know, wearing spandex or they're watching your thighs jiggle or, you know, they can't believe that you are out there doing it. And the reality is, is, you know, they don't give a rat's ass, you know, mm-hmm. um, they're just happy. You know, if, if it's a spectator, they're happy and excited for you. And honestly, I mean, the more the 
body type kind of defies the sport, I think the more admiration you have for the person. Mm -hmm. I know I do. I mean, I remember, you know, watching the New York City Marathon. And yes, it's really fun to see the little whippets come through and, you know, just barely, you know, they just fly by so quickly. But then you get the people that are not, quote unquote, you know, typical runners. And and that's when I thought that I could be a runner, Mm -hmm. seeing all these people of different sizes and shapes, just getting it done and having fun and, you know, and really just putting themselves on the line. And, and so, um, so yeah, I mean, we're all yeah. just beautiful. We are, we are. Yeah. And, and I, it's funny that you, you said that's what made you decide, um, you know, that you could do a marathon. Cause we were, um, I was watching my, uh, our, our mutual friend, Julie running the San Francisco marathon a gajillion years ago and just seeing the sizes and shapes uh, and fitness levels seemingly of the people coming across that finish line. It was just like, wow, you know, any anyone can be can be a marathoner and and get it done and you know get that medal around their neck and I want to be one of those people I want to feel that what they're feeling when they come across the line whether you know maybe not that exact moment but maybe how about after they finish so <laughs> exactly I gotta say I mean I watched Grant my husband in a marathon um, the same time you were running and wow that you know twenty five point five to about twenty six point zero people are not happy. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of trying to be funny, like you picked to do this, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I didn't say that, but like, you know, see, you know, but that kind of idea. And I just, it is just not a, it's not a special time in your life. It's that point and half of a mile. Yeah. I saw this, um, one woman, she was riding her bike to support a friend of hers who was actually a mother runner. I know that cause she stopped and said hi to her kids along the race. And, um, the, but the woman who was supporting her, the cyclist, saw her three points during Stanley Park where there were not many spectators. It was from about mile 20 to probably almost 25. And uh, the second time I saw her, I said, thanks for being out here. And she yelled out, you're the one doing the, all the hard work. And I was like, wow, that was a really good comeback. <laughs> like, <laughs> it felt true. And so, so, so we're not doing any of the hard work people here who are running. You are. Yeah, you, you are. are. You are. And, and we literally applaud you. So, and um, I would like you, yes. Since you said literally, I had yes. to throw that uh, out there, Sarah. So we, we'd like to, um, there's another boppy song, and it's one that I just love and really fires me up during um, a race. And it's Live Like a Warrior by Mattis Yahoo. I know, I know, Dimity, you don't always listen to the lyrics. Sometimes you're just all about the, the tune. But um, I love the line in there, um, forget about the past and just live like a warrior, which is a hard word to say, warrior. How about that? Warrior. Yeah, versus a warrior, someone who worries. <laughs> a warrior. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that's, you know, I think that's so tr- true as a mother as well to, you know, I think we can just so easily fret about, you know, I don't know, a bad moment we had with our kids and instead just, you know, keep, keep going forward. And, you know, it's true for parenting. It's true for running. Um, just gotta, um, you know, acknowledge your, your past and keep moving on and and keep going forward. So exactly, exactly. Do you live like a warrior, Sarah? I always feel like that's a, that's a tough, that's a tough one to hold up to. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I would have to contemplate that. I I will contemplate that. Um, and um, I have to say that um, now um, we want to give a shout out to Roz, who is um, we're about forty ish minutes into this podcast, and she's doing her third five k in the past six months. And her goal in today the the AMR virtual five k is um, forty minutes, and slow and steady is her motto. And uh, she says, uh, "Good luck and proud to be another mother runner." So woo-hoo. awesome. Warriors are slow and steady. That is, that is, that is our new definition of warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, and while Roz is, is ripping it up, um, Connie is following one of the 10 K plans from train like a mother. Mm-hmm. So she's not racing this weekend, but she wrote on our um, Facebook wall last June when I, when I ran my first 5k, the very thought was an overwhelming waves. Oh, the very thought was overwhelming and waves of sheer terror washed over me. Now I just say going out for a 5k and it's not a big deal to me. 
Um, and, uh, that's, I love that. That's, that's so cool about running. And, um, just that idea that like, what seems impossible, mm-hmm. you know, two or three months down the line, not such NBD, as we say, NBD, no big deal. I didn't know we say that. I'll have to start saying that now. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I think it's important for, um, you know, you ladies who are running the virtual 5k, I mean, th- spend a second to think back where you were at the start of the training plan and really, you know, you've come so far and now this is it. This is the day that you've been training for push a little harder, you know, um, just, just give it all you got. You've trained so hard. We know you've done, you know, most, if not all the workouts and you've, you've put in the effort. And so now this is your payday. Let's, let's see what you got. What you got, what you got. Well, this is what I got, Sarah. I got my next favorite song, um, which is pavement craps. (laughs) <laughs> I just said pavement craps and I didn't mean to. I that was very disrespectful because I love Annie Lennox. It's pavement cracks. Cracks yeah. as in butt crack. Um Gabriel and Dresden Club Mix. And so it's the little parentheses, like I am too cool for you because I got the club mix. Oh yeah. Um and so here it is, and then and then I'll talk about it in a second. As, as, as you may know from listening to me, I'm kind of a creature habit. Like, you know, I listen to Brave like, you know, eight times in a row. Pavement cracks. I can't even tell you. You know, they say on iTunes how many times you've listened to a certain song oh, yeah, and you yeah. plug in a device. <laughs> I mean, I think it's in the triple digits because I just <laughs> just rewound, rewound kind of um, that thing and listen to it so many times while training for the San Francisco Marathon, the Nike Women's San Francisco. Um, and I just have such fond memories. And that's, I mean, I that's one thing I love about music is it just transports you back to a place mm-hmm. and a time. And, um, and so that just transports me back to running with my friend, friend, Catherine, who I write about and run like a mother and, um, being in the garden of the gods, which is a just lovely, lovely, amazing place. Um, and just, gosh, just, just good times. I mean, I, I'm sure that all the miles weren't good, but I can just, I don't know. I mean, don't, don't you have those kind of memories, Sarah was was running with friends. You're just like, yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what Molly and I really felt like our weekend celebrated. So Molly is one of my running partners here in town. And, um, this was her second marathon Vancouver. And, and, you know, how often do you road trip with, you know, for, we, we left on Thursday evening and we didn't come back till Sunday night. And, you know, I would never just say, Hey Molly, let's go to Canada for, for a long (laughs) weekend, you know, but because we had the marathon, it was a great excuse. And I mean, we just had such fun training together. And, you know, there were certainly, you know, there were some painful miles and I can remember one 16 mile run where my calf decided to cramp up and I was in agony the whole way. But, but we just, I mean, having someone by you and that conversation flowing, it just really makes the miles melt away. And you're like, wait a minute, how can we be coming up on 12 miles? It feels like we just left your house. And, um, you know, I think music can do that. I think, but I think friends do it in a different way. Um, so I hope some of the women who are doing the virtual 5k have a friend by their side. And if so, give them a high five, give them a smile, give them a hug. Um, for That's us. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And, Let's give a high five to Jennifer who is wearing her AMR vir- virtual 5k bib in the women run Arkansas 5k race on Saturday. Go Jennifer, go Sarah. Then the note here says go with capital letters, mm-hmm. G-O. So I'm really going to yell it, but I won't, mm-hmm. but we're yelling it. Go. <laughs> it is. It's hard to yell on a podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, so sort of on the friend of a theme and, you know, uh, the theme of a friend and, and that sort of thing, your next song that you wanted to suggest was um, Sydney All Come Running by Brett Denon. I just love the imagery in that song, the, you know, kind of running anywhere to help a friend. 
And um, totally. I'm just curious. So I, I think a lot about my loved ones during a race or a run to gain strength. And um, I was pleased that Molly told me after the when we got both got back to the hotel room, she said that when certain songs would come on her playlist during the race, she would think about one of her three daughters or her husband. And um, I definitely um, think about I draw a lot of strength from Daphne, my my youngest daughter um, in a race. And um, so, like I said, heading down that straightaway after that turn where I saw Sasha Baron Cohen, um, uh, it was just such an interminably long straightaway. I literally couldn't even see the finish line. And, and when I finally did it, I was discouraged by how far away it was. But anyway, it was, I just, I needed something to, to take my mind off of it. I just thought, give me strength, Daphne, Daphne, give me strength. And she's such a strong, muscular, kind of determined child that that's the only reason I can come up with that I continually think of her during a race. It's it's awful to admit, but I rarely think of my other two kids during a race. But Daphne- Phoebe, Phoebe has nothing to give you and John will just give you trouble, right? So it's like Daphne is the one. She is. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And I- she is. Well, she's, she's a little spark plug. I mean, she definitely, and she, and she would, the thing about it is, is she would run and smile right next to you and cheer you on. Like that's just her personality, oh, you know? Thanks for saying that. Thank you. Yeah. She, um, but so then I thought it was, you know, I come home. And uh, I, I whisper that in her ear when I was putting her to bed, uh, I guess that night even. She, yes, she was still up. And, and she, I thought she'd think it was all special. And she looks at me and she's like, Mom, that's silly. I couldn't make you run faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. So the, this, this song, I, I actually um, had never heard it until last week um, when uh, Sarah, my younger sister, a different Sarah, um, made Ben a birthday CD. Mm. Um, and uh, and Sarah, you know, who is 36 or something like that, has a lot of songs with explicit lyrics in it. <laughs> so we're listening to the CD and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there goes the F-bomb. There goes, you know, S-H whatever. And I'm like, OK, Ben, um, we're going to make you a new CD. <laughs> so I was like, there might be some swear words in it, but uh, but I don't think so. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's, you know, because you, you kind of become immune to it, I think, a little bit when you're listening to the same, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you know a song. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so um, so we're in the process of making Ben's mix and all of all he wants, of course, is like gong gum style on it like seven times. <laughs> and we got to put some other songs in there. So you're saying you put you had dancing on my own as a song that was explicit lyrics or the oh, no, Sydney, I'll come no. running. Oh, gotcha. Sydney, I'll come running. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. no, but that, that actually doesn't have explicit lyrics in it. Some of the other songs that she put on did. So that's mm. why I vetoed the CD. That, that was number one on the CD. So I was like, oh, this is great. This is going to be great. Oh. And then I can't remember what songs they were, but um, <laughs> but they were not appropriate for seven-year-old ears. Oh, my goodness. Well, say, well now I'll admit that this next song that's coming on is um, Dancing on My Own by Robin. And um, it always makes me think of Daphne because she um, – does a really powerful interpretive dance to it, but I mean, <laughs> but don't, people shouldn't ju- leotard, right? people shouldn't judge me when they listen to the lyrics because it is it is a breakup song. It's about this woman who is you know depressed about being broken up with, and so she watches her you know boyfriend dancing with his new girlfriend. So so don't judge me on the lyrics. It's more the the beat of it and the um, my my memories of um, Daphne dancing to it, and we like to dance to it while I make lunch. So. Um, Keep that in your mind as you listen to this 30-second clip of Dancing on My Own by Robin. Karen was dancing on her own last Saturday. Um, and then she, when she finished a 5k and then she did a 10k the next day, um, she told us that her asthma quote unquote didn't cooperate, but she finished both distances. So she's a winner in our minds. Yeah. Way to go, Karen. That's awesome. And, uh, sorry, your, your body isn't uh, cooperating as well as you'd like it to. Yeah. Yeah. So our producer has told us that we're running a little bit out of time. I can't believe that we chatted too long, Dimity. So so now <laughs> the rest of the podcast will be a little bit more music and um, some uh, quips and things like that. So this next song is, I was really pleased that you suggested it, Dimity, because it's one of my absolutely favorite racing songs, and it's Club Can't Handle Me by Flo Rida. I'm rocking, I'm rolling, I'm holding, I know it, you know. 
watching you, watching me, I go all out, right? <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I just, I love that song. Sometimes it's that, you know, extra set of eyes on you, right? That helps mm-hmm. you go a little bit faster. That, oh, yeah. that definitely some helps, the spectator portion kind of helps you keep your pedal hot to the metal during a race, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, sometimes I need a little ex- external pressure to make me run faster. So if that's going to work for you in the final stages of this 5K, you know, um, I don't know. Call your family down. If you're on your treadmill, call your family down and make them stand around and watch you. Um, I know. Exactly. Or just know that we are watching you. We, we are omnipresent. Good word, right? Sarah, omnipresent. And you said it so, quite well. Go, 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 go. Right. Um, but I want to, I don't want to go in someone's basement right now. I want to swap places with Amy. Uh, she's on vacation in Maui, she told us, and she's running the virtual 5K in that paradise on Saturday before she flies back to her normal life. So, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, although it's going to, it's blaring sun in Maui, Sarah, I don't know if you want to run there. Yeah. But there's that ocean breeze and, you know, I can smell the, you know, the hyacinth or, you know, the, I don't know, the, the hibiscus and the, um, you know, there's a daiquiri somewhere around there. I can smell a little coconut. Um, maybe that's someone's sunscreen. <laughs> They're SPF too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, so Sonia in West Virginia, we know that you are still listening to us because you told us you were doing, you were going to do this long run during the weekend. So we think you're running maybe a little longer than 5k. So shake it out. Um, your arms, your face, your worries and your concerns. Um, and that's a nice little segue to shake it out by Florence and the machine, or like I like to call her flow. Love oh, it. and that line. I love that song, right, Sarah? Yeah, I, I, uh, darkest before the dawn. It's so awesome. I asked that once on our Facebook page, you know, if morning runners agreed that they think it's darkest before the dawn. And, um, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's, uh, sometimes literal and sometimes figurative. And, and maybe at the, if you're at the end of a long run right now, you might be feeling that it's darkest right now, but we can, we're here for you and, um, keep pushing, keep pushing, and you can, um, you can reach your goal. And, um, uh, we'd also like to listen to Can't Hold Us by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Can we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. Like the ceiling can't hold us. Can we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. Like the ceiling And I, uh, I just love that song. And, and when I asked people for some suggestions for my Vancouver playlist, a bunch of people suggested that. And I was like, I'm on it. I'm on it. I love Macklemore. And um, so I call on a lot of images to give me strength during a race. And I just love that line. So we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. And uh, that just to me says that, you know, there's like so much energy and so much force behind it all that the, you know, the ceiling's going to crash in in any second. Um yeah, I like that. And that's another, you know, a practical tip coming in for the running thing is, you know, often um, what I do is attach myself kind of um, uh, mentally to a person in front of me mm-hmm. and have them hold up my ceiling for me, right? And have mm-hmm. them kind of pull me along. And I, I think that's a really helpful thing to do when you're struggling is just say, okay, I'm just going to stay with that person and they, their energy is going to feed back to me and they're pulling me up along. Yeah, I did, I did that in, uh, again, in Stanley Park. Um, which is such a beautiful part of of Vancouver, which is a stunningly beautiful city. But um, it was from mile 20 on and um, this slight Asian man passed me and I was like, okay, I'm sticking with him. And I did a pretty good job of it for about two, two and a half miles. And then um, I think I stopped for some water or something and he got away from me and I was like, okay, I'm okay with that. But he helped me get through those, those miles. So I think that's a perfect intro to the song that you love. It's that they might be giants. It's from that um, kind of geeky uh, Here Comes Science CD that you've talked about before on the podcast. And the song is Speed and Velocity. I've got speed. That's how fast I am. I've got velocity. That's my speed. 
I bet just again, like memories. I just love that. That reminds me of, you know, I, we listened to that CD so many times and just driving with my kids and just, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I love well-written, funny kid songs. And they, you know, and that's, this one's actually has an educational component because it's like, I've got speed. That's how fast I am moving. Cause you know, like speed and velocity, sometimes that's, that, those are two things that are, you know, if someone asked you what velocity is, could you say that's mm-hmm. my speed and direction? Mm-hmm. Not if the they might be giants didn't tell you that you know so or I, I, or, if, great... or if Dimity McDowell didn't tell me I'm so pleased that you were here in my life to tell me that <laughs> exactly so next time you got to know what velocity is just t- think back to this uh-huh. speed and direction uh-huh. um, so, so that's a good one I have to say that um, no uh, race playlist or mix of songs would be complete in my mind without this next song which is Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. That's my total, total current number one favorite race song right now. And and I don't see myself getting sick of it anytime soon. And the, the slow beat doesn't bug you? Oh, no, because it gets fast pretty, pretty quickly, you know. And um, I also just think the, those kind of like pregnant pauses, the, the beat, the downbeat, and then boom, you know, this girl is on fire. Um, yeah. And it's another song. I, I love that song. Oh, I love, it, love it. And uh, I know Michelle out in Rhode Island loves it. It was her Boston song, as I wrote about uh, on the on the po- on the post today. And it's another song that my kids and I just love listening to and dance to while I'm making lunches. And now I'm starting to think I realize why it takes me so long to make lunches. It's because we have, <laughs> <laughs> we have musical accompaniment to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love me, my Spotify. Um, so and um, so and our uh, final shout out is we're hoping uh, that Vanessa's 5K went well, and uh, she was running it on Friday morning um, before dawn, and it was her third 5K ever. And as she wrote on our Facebook page, "Good luck to all my other fellow Bammers on your runs this weekend." So we're sending you the same feelings that um, you know. We hope that we hope you've crossed your virtual finish line, and uh, we really appreciate you listening to us and sticking with us while we were goofy and a little all over the place and um and our little musical memories but um thank you and thanks so much for also for doing the virtual 5k i'll let dimity jump in here and say a word about that maybe so congratulations uh if you finished the virtual 5k if you decided to go a different length um we will look for your pictures on our um facebook page or in our in mail uh in our email <laughs> in mail <laughs> strapping them in um and uh and uh, we, in return, will send you a badass mother runner sticker, B A M R. Um, so it's for subtle. Code. It's subtle. Yeah. Subtle. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's so one of those ones that you see that you're like, what does that mean? Oh, it's a club I'm not part of because mm-hmm. the club can't handle me right now. <laughs> um, I'd like to say, I think people might know it by now, but we're not giving up our day jobs to become singers anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I try not to sing, but then I just get consumed and I just, I gotta, I gotta belt it out. It's like my mom watching American Idol at Bug the crap out of me when she sings along but i'm like i get it i come by it honestly okay dimity i think we need to be actually explicit about how people can get one of those bammer stickers so if you uh, did the virtual 5k send us a picture of yourself with your bib on or maybe of your training plan with little stickers on it or whatever some proof that you did it uh you can email that to us um, our email address is runmother at gmail.com. Be sure to include your full name, you know, first and last name, and your mailing address, and we will get you out one of those stickers, I'm going to say by the end of the month, because um, we have quite a bit on our plate right now. So um, just be patient, please. So you can find us um, at anothermotherrunner.com. You can find us on Twitter at the Mother Runner. You can find our books on Amazon, Run Like a Mother and Train Like a Mother. And, um, oh, you can also find us on Facebook, Run Like a Mother, the book. Thanks for listening. Congratulations to everybody. And um, Sarah will do this next time. I just took it over. (laughs) See you soon. Many happy miles.